She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Welcome back to another episode of She Loves Herself, the podcast. I am really excited to share my next guest with you. We have someone who has never been on the podcast before and not only has she never been on the podcast, I have never had anyone on the podcast talking about what we are about to talk about today. Um, Please welcome the amazing Adele Johnson. So Adele and I um, connected months ago at an event and we didn't really get a chance to chat but I kind of saw people were sharing a lot of her stuff on social media. She is known as the menopause coach and talking a lot about perimenopause. Adele is 39 um, and she started her own um, menopause journey at 37. And because of the journey she went on, she felt a real pull to help women in this space, not only navigate through perimenopause and menopause, but actually thrive in this space. So I invited her on and honestly, I'm like, I really don't know anything about menopause. And some people will probably listen to this and be like, Jill, you're 42. How do you not know anything about it? Do you know what? I feel like sometimes I, if I was to research the death out of something that I know is inevitable and it was going to happen to me, I would end up, if I felt a symptom or I felt something, I'd be like, oh my God, that's it. I wouldn't want to focus on it so much. Um, and so I've kind of just been like, yeah, okay, I'll sort of get round to that. But I as soon as I started watching Adele's stuff on Instagram, I was like, oh my goodness, I feel really connected to her. I feel that she is going to resonate so much with you guys, the listeners of this podcast. I just loved it. I just loved this interview um, with her, her, the way she articulates things, the way her energy is, her, I guess her own journey through it and her authenticity in that space is really fantastic. She is creating huge waves um, in the world right now, all for the good. And um, I'm going to share all of Adele's links because I know that you guys listen to this, you're going to want to connect with her. She also has a podcast. I'm going to drop the link for that in the show notes. Guys, please welcome to She Loves Herself, the absolutely amazing Adele Johnson, the menopause coach. She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie. Welcome to She Loves Herself, the podcast, Adele Johnson. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Adele, I'm so pleased to have you here because we very first, well, we I say we met, I mean, I looked at you and I thought, she is stunning. Oh. <laughs> like, honestly, Adele, you are Thank very you. beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I saw you at a Hayley Forbes event um, that she had in Glasgow. And I think it's one of the first in-person events I'd really been to in so long with lockdown and stuff. And I saw you across the room and I was like, I'm intrigued by her, you know, <laughs> the menopause coach. Oh. And so I have been funnily enough people have been reaching out to me asking about can you get someone on the podcast to talk about the menopause 
And you're the person I thought of because I've heard so many amazing things about you. You're doing incredible work in the world just now, not just in the UK, but globally. And your story really is incredible from where you were to where you are now and what you're creating. So very you know, very briefly, because I think we've got so much to talk about. And we said this before we started recording. I'm like, we need to start recording this now. Um, can you tell my audience of listeners who maybe don't know about you, your story and how you got to where you are? Could you just share that for us, first of all, please, Adele? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And first off, thank you so much for inviting me to come here and chat to you about it. You know how passionate I am about just women empowerment and the way that we get to be really in the forefront of our own health and journey through menopause. So yes. So yeah, Adele Johnston, I am the menopause coach, like Jill says, and I work very closely one-to-one with women all over the world. I also run a really successful leading menopause support coach certification, which is really, it's such an abundant place to come and learn if you are a service provider working with women or have women or female clients. So every woman will go through the menopause. So 100% of us of this population, of which we are currently 51% of the population, we are dominating, hell yes, women, (laughs) Um, we will all go through and experience menopause, some of us quite severely with symptoms that are very life-changing, and some of us will not even think that we've had a menopause. And I hear that quite a lot from ladies. So hopefully we will be able to provide a little bit of a a clarity and overview of the different stages of menopause today as well. But I first got into this because I worked um, very much like Jill in the corporate space in management role and had been in the corporate space for over 20 years. I then started to notice changes in my own confidence levels. So I think one of the first things for me was I started to notice that I was just waking up um, dreading, absolutely dreading some of the meetings that I had when beforehand they'd never been an issue. I was becoming quite um, fractious and agitated, which wasn't in my nature to be like that. And then physical symptoms that I noticed as well included things like really itchy skin. I had a lot of vaginal issues, so dry, itchy, sore, bleeding during and after sex. There was a lot of things that were just not quite right. Um, So I was 36 when I first started to really notice the symptoms and the background of being already in the menopause space really served me well for kind of self-confirming. I don't use the word diagnosing because it's not a disease or an illness, but I use it as more of a confirming that it was in fact a hormonal imbalance. Um, Took a full near 18 months before I had it confirmed lots of tests and scans and biopsies, you name it, we went through it, blood works. Um, And then yes, it came back that my testosterone levels were rock bottom, not low, but absolutely non-existent, which has a lot to do with our confidence, our motivation and our libido. Um, And also my estrogen and progesterone levels were a little bit out of sync. So we did a little bit of um, hormone replacement therapy And the kind of quick version of this interlude here is that I completely got myself back through being able to then balance out my hormones again and find my happy place. So yes, my background very much has come from being a corporate woman 
then into this space, this beautiful space of being able to transition women through their menopause in their own way. So this is about empowerment. It's about really helping women to feel abundant and to feel vibrant in this time of life. Wow, you articulate that so well. I went on the journey with you there, Adele. Mm-hmm. My goodness, in 36, I guess when you started experiencing that, going to the doctor, I imagine them being like not even considering at that age that it was perimenopause. Yeah, completely. I mean, this was constantly hearing it's you're too young, you're, you know, it's too early, you can't have perimenopause. Um, but I think that that's a, a misconception and, and a bit of ignorance on the side of menopause doesn't wait until you hit a certain age before it shows up and says, hey, um, the youngest lady that I have had the privilege of meeting was only 13 when she experienced her menopause. So she had one year of having a bleed and ended up in the hospital, not very well. And it turns out that when they got her blood works back that she was postmenopausal at 13 years old. So that is a really rare instance known wow. as POI or premature ovarian insufficiency, where the ovaries stop functioning and working a lot earlier than what we would mm-hmm. anticipate them to. Um, but you know, this is the the reality of we are all beautifully unique and individual. Yeah, sure. So we don't just wait until we hit a certain age and then all of a sudden we're kind of transitioned into this bucket of people. Mm-hmm. We are powerful women and we get to be really connected with our bodies. And it's through that connection that we start to notice any changes. Yeah, I love that you said that because I really feel through experience myself and from the women I work with is that we are we have been so disconnected from our bodies, Adele, and we are so programmed to live from our minds and not really understand even the power and connection that we have to our, our own bodies and our own wisdom within the body. And um, we don't listen to it. We really live from a heady space. And unfortunately, that has obviously come from conditioning and programming and particularly being in a man's world so much yeah I felt very disconnected from my body I remember even trying to sort of get into my body my my coach saying to me five years ago like if you just breathe into your body I'm like what are you talking about yeah what are you talking about and any feelings that I felt I would always be searching in the mind for an answer Mm -hmm. what does that mean what does it mean and actually we trying to think my way out of things wasn't working I had to actually go in and feel and re almost use that muscle within that trust muscle and build it back up again so now I can you know now I can drop into my body and I'm much more intuitively connected to my body and this is why I'm so passionate about women understanding that the mind doesn't have all the answers it's the body that tells us so much and I can really feel that from you even the way you're speaking just now yeah, it's a big part of it. I think that you're absolutely spot on that we do become very disconnected and I don't blame social media. You know, there's no blame game within this, but certainly the conformity, the I should look or I should act or I should be becomes quite a weight over the decades of time. Mm-hmm. And the ladies that I have the absolute privilege and gratitude of working with have spent decades 
in the space of every diet, every strategy, you know, and, and they come to me very broken. And it's a shame. It's, it's, it's a very sad starting space. But knowing that within the course of even just 12 weeks, we can make a vast difference to that woman's life. I've had, you know, business owners that I've worked with that have turned over so much more income they've brought on additional members of staff who have just excelled within their business because they've had the confidence to make moves Mm -hmm. and other women who are in their careers like we were have two three different promotions making partners within firms because again they found who they are so by being able to take that step and connect with ourselves again you know, we, we path or pave this new way for our future to be even more who we are and want to be. So it's mm-hmm. very powerful when we can just get a bit vulnerable. Yeah, no mm-hmm. shame, but get a bit vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And we carry as women so much shame, right? We, you know, shame about lots and lots of things that I could go into in, in, in a lot of detail, but even shame around sex, intimacy, you know, even periods and perimenopause and and actually we because we hold so much shame we don't really talk about it it's something that we're like we don't really and we don't understand it and we don't really talk about it and it's like we hide it Mm -hmm. and we suppress all of this energy and all of this emotion and then that's when we really do become disconnected I absolutely love that you said that and that is the power Adele of self-trust Mm-hmm. to go in when we can trust enough to connect to the body and allow the body to show us and communicate with parts of the body and heal those parts of the body and yeah. work with those parts what we can actually do from a space of less being in that struggle and more in that feminine space is beautiful and it's amazing that you've been able to help people to actually, when they go into that, mm-hmm. you know, to actually then, you know, make changes in their lives and in their business and yeah. and it's have that confidence that it has it when we take that one step. It yeah, is. absolutely. And, you know, this comes from a place of I've spent decades within the health and fitness space, um, you know, brought up with a bodybuilding mum. So she was very much my inspiration around being a very strong female in a very male dominated world. She was a Miss Scotland bodybuilder, went on to compete for Britain and came third um, in a space that, you know, females didn't really do that much. Mm -hmm. So that for me was from a very young age, that kind of like, wow, we get to actually be a badass if we want to be a badass. And that's always then helped with that inner feminist inside. Mm. And then going through and navigating this the stages of what we then truly want to be in life. I'm a massive, one of my biggest values is life currency. And mm. that life currency is our time on earth. You know, we don't get to get this time back. No. You know, very much, you know, for each of you listening to this right now, sending you huge gratitude that you're gifting Jill and I your life currency to be here and listen to this. Mm. Because again, you know, you don't get to negotiate that time back. You can't buy more. We can waste it. And a lot of us do that. But it's a big thing, right? It's a a really big thing. And I think the the part that you were bringing up there as well is I am a certified nutritionist. 
So we do a lot in that space around making the, the body very healthy from the inside out. Um, not anti-diet, but I don't follow diet strategies for my clients. Mm-mm. So it's a byproduct if we do need some weight loss for health. It's a byproduct of what we do. And also as a qualified and certified positive psychology coach, I bring a lot of that positive mindset and practice mm-hmm. into what we do. So it's very much around helping, like you say, to understand and listen to our body's communication. Yeah. The brain is a powerful thing. Oh, for sure. And it works and it's and it's great. It keeps us, you know, mm-hmm. we need it, but we don't want to live from it, yes. you know, in, in the mind. We don't want to live from the mind um, all the time. And because I'll, I'll be honest, Adele, I actually know very little, pretty much nothing about perimenopause. And I am super connected to my body. But as you're talking and, I, and I'm starting to go, right, you know, how do we know? How do we know? Like I'm 42, right? So, you know, chances are it won't be long for me if, if this is it. I mean, I might be in it right now. I might not even know. I'd say I'm very connected to my body. How do we know or how can we tell if we are feeling a certain way, if it's just a, a, a couple of days that we're having where we're feeling emotional? Because we get those days, right? We get exhausted, we yeah. get tired. How do we know if it's that or if it's the perimenopause? And how can we start to tell and identify the start yeah. and the start of perimenopause for ourselves? Yeah, it's a really good question. And I suppose it is one of these where a lot of women do get confused around it. So I think mm-hmm. the first thing that I would say, if I was maybe to give a few tips on this, the first thing would be to put age or numbers or anything like that out of your mind and just connect with you. Have you noticed anything that's a bit different? Okay, anything that's changed, anything that's different. And that would start for a lot of ladies with your period or your, your monthly bleed. So if you notice that you're maybe not bleeding as long, you're maybe having longer breaks in between your bleeds. You're maybe um, flow-wise, you could be heavier or you could be lighter. So any types of change. If you've suffered from painful periods in the past and they've all of a sudden become quite easy to manage or vice versa, you've always had a quite easy to manage bleed, but now they've become very painful. So anything that you've noticed that's different for you, and definitely keeping a track of that. You can do so via um, contact me. I can send you a free PDF editable document that you can keep a track of your symptoms. Or you can download a free app called Balance. And within that, there is a symptom tracker and it just keeps mm. things nice and easy. So tracking the changes. Um, a few other symptoms. I mean, there's over 40 odd different symptoms that we would associate with the changes in our endocrine system, predominantly then with our estrogen, progesterone, and for some ladies, testosterone levels. So those three core female sex hormones, when we go through into our perimenopause, which is our kind of second stage, the first stage is premenopause. You know, we're young, free, single, living life, not really noticing, not probably not even aware of menopause at that point. And then we kind of hit into maybe our mid to late 30s. We might notice some little tweaks and changes to our bleeds or how we're feeling. And then it's normally around about 41 is the average age in the UK for women to begin that second stage into perimenopause. 
Okay, so we have that benchmark of about the early 40s. And then for about 10 years or so, we'll navigate through that stage of perimenopause. And this is where we start to notice drops in our estrogen, or if we refer to it properly, estrogen is a a kind of plural form for the estrogens that are inside our female Mm. body. But one in particular, which is our kind of queen bee, I refer to it as in our certification, this is estradiol. So estradiol, or E2 for short, it's shortened medical name, that starts to decline and drop over time during perimenopause. And it doesn't just drop in a straight downward line. It's kind of like if you ever see someone that will share, a health coach will maybe share one of their clients' weight loss journeys and say, we've had some you know, staying the same weeks, we've had some spike weeks, we've had some drop weeks. It's the same for estrogen. So the estradiol levels may be the same for a few months and then it might drop off a cliff and really Mm. drop quite dramatically. And that's where we can waken up and one morning we just think, I just want to get back under this duvet cover. Yeah. Face the world. I feel hellish. I don't know what it is. I can't put my my finger on it. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's flu. I don't feel unwell. I just don't feel great. Mm-hmm. So we can have an impact then psychologically where we can become quite confused. We can get quite emotional. We can get a little bit rage or anger when we've maybe not had that before. Um, we all of a sudden find ourselves shouting or yeah. becoming a bit aggressive, road rage. All these mm-hmm. things can start happening when we think, God, I just feel really pissed off. Everything's mm-hmm. annoying me. And then we can also have the more physiological symptoms so changes where we might be in the shower and clumps of hair start coming out when we're washing our hair and we think wow I'm getting quite a lot of loss our nails might break for those I've got some ladies who will say I used to be able to wear gel nail polish easily and now it just peels off within a few days of having it applied we -hmm. might notice that we've got receding gums or bleeding gums when we brush our teeth and because we have estrogen receptors all over our body inside our brain, inside our ears, our eyes, everywhere. Then when that starts to drop, for those of you listening to this, if you're quite visual, visualize one of these toy grabbers at the amusement parks or arcades where you'll pop your pound in and you try and win the teddy bear with the grab and claw. We never win it, but (laughs) the claw goes. It's kind of the same in our body. It's like those estrogen receptors are trying to grab at the estradiol, but where that's not available, This is where then the body starts to struggle a bit. And Mm -hmm. those symptoms are almost an SOS from your brain to say, hang on a minute, this isn't great. I'm not getting what I need and I'm not going to be able to fully function for you today. So I'm going to need to look at what I can prioritize and what Mm -hmm. we can function with. Um, And this is where we can notice things as as well. Like um, you'll hear a lot of ladies refer to it as menopause belly or menopause tummy where we gain a yeah. bit more belly fat. Mm, it's interesting. My sister's talking about this right now, Adele. So she's talking about um, these similar symptoms to what you were seeing and then went to the doctor and, and things and and the oestrogen and, and she's seen that about her belly. She said, you know, I've always had a flatter tummy and I feel like no matter what I do, mm-hmm. I just can't, it's not, 
you know, it's, it's there's such a change there yeah. um, in that particular area of our body and, and just the moods and the emotions and things. And so, and had that blood test and confirmed. So she's mm-hmm. just at the beginning of this. And I think it's really important to everything that you're seeing and highlighting these symptoms and I think what I want to ask you is how do we, because there's, you know, there'll be so many people that listen to this and say, yeah, that's me, but then they maybe go and get a test or they focus on it and it's not, and then they're like, oh, and it's almost like, how do we not label? Because I I hate labels. I don't know about you, Adele. We put labels on so many things, right? And I think naming things are so important, yeah. but what can happen with some people is they get so focused on it and they're like, right, that's it, that's it, that's it. And actually we can manifest a lot mm. of other things yeah, that may not even be the thing yeah, absolutely. because we are so focused on that. Mm-hmm. How, you know, how do we still stay in, God, I've got so much I want to ask you, how do we still stay empowered? How do we not let it control us and say, well, oh, that's it now for me, you know? Yeah, well, I think what's important with this is if I can get one thing across is that this is not an illness. Yeah. Uh, you're not diagnosed with an illness or a disease or something to be ashamed of. Yeah, it's that word shame again, right? Yeah, for it's, sure. It's actually a time in life that our body needs us the most. So this is where we get to have such deep self-compassion and self-love. And it actually is an opportunity. Okay, so this is the 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 tonality that I take across how I work with ladies and how I show up is that this is a time we get to be vibrant. We get to find our inner badass and sass. And sometimes that'll come through. We just maybe need to work on the weight management. Other times it can actually come from, well, who are you? What makes you happy? What brings you joy? And we sometimes need to dig deep to find that in the positive mm-hmm. psychology space. So I think that what's important with this is perimenopause isn't a diagnosis. It's a confirmation that yes, you are experiencing a drop in your hormones. It's very normal for that to happen. But if you are experiencing a lot of symptoms and ailments that are impacting on your happiness and your life, you do not need to just accept that it's a normal, natural process of life. So we get to control it. We get to really be empowered on how we want our body to navigate this in a safe manner. And for some women, bloods can be useful, but I want to just clear up a bit of a myth with this. You cannot diagnose, okay, so there's that word, through peeing on a stick, which is a Dutch test. So it's a dry urine test. Okay, we we can't do that. So the supermarkets that are selling perimenopause test kits, they're not accurate. So please do not waste your money on them. Okay. We also cannot do that through saliva tests. A lot of private clinics will offer Dutch testing and saliva testing. And whilst yes, we can get a reading on hormone levels, it is not accurate. Mm. Even doing blood gel isn't accurate when we look at hormones. Okay. Mm. And I want you all listening to this to really think about when we draw blood from the vein, it's probably the more gold standard of being able to see what's happening inside the body than Mm. saliva or urine. But we are trying to hit a moving target. So it's like trying to play darts while the dartboard is just going everywhere and trying to hit that bullseye, depending upon what stage in the month we're in, depending Mm. upon what time the blood is drawn, depending upon how quickly that reaches the laboratory. You know, it's all of these different 
considerations Mm -hmm. of how effective that result and that sample really is. So it gives us a snapshot in time. It gives us a bit of an insight. If the lady is under 45, if the lady is over 45, then we would not really recommend running bloods. Okay. And if we do run bloods, I would encourage you to make sure that your GP has ordered up your SHBG. So that's your sex hormone binding globulin. Your and he's basically or she is in charge of transporting those hormones around the body. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that the SHBG is doing its job because you may get your blood results back for your estradiol. That's the second one we want to ask for. And it comes back normal range. But if your SHBG is not doing what it should do, then you can have all the normal blood ranges in the world, but you're still not feeling your best self. Yeah. And then we want your testosterone levels checked. So that's another one to ask for. So SHBG, estradiol and testosterone. And the GP can then calculate from those what your free testosterone levels are. Okay, so your total testosterone is not the result that we want to to hear about. Okay, that could be sitting in the normal range and that's great. But if your free testosterone levels are low, then you're not getting the adequate levels within your blood results. Mm. So I wouldn't encourage that you all jump out there and buy these test kits online. If you are going to run tests, do it through your GP. If you're over 45 and under actually, then your perimenopause can be confirmed on your symptoms alone. So making sure you're tracking your symptoms is important so that you are informed for your conversation with your medical provider. Mm. And that's where the balance app or my PDF that's editable can support you. And can we get the link for that? And I can yeah, put it I'll in the show notes. Yeah, because I'm like, send me that now, please, Adele. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it just helps you to appreciate, you know, where are you maybe yeah. feeling? Is it more psychological that your symptoms uh-huh. are hitting you? Is it more physiological? And this is where you're able to then get the appropriate level of support. Yeah, I love that. And I want to talk to you about the level of support that you can get, because I hear a lot about um, people going on HRT. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'll tell you, this is just a, a thing for me. The word HRT, all I think about is my mum who went on HRT and then she ended up with breast cancer mm-hmm. shortly after it. Now, I'm not saying it was related right now. This was, you know, my mum was 49 when she, you know, went well, 40. I think she was on HRT for a while, but then she was diagnosed with cancer quite young. And so, I always remember her overhearing a conversation with her. Now, I would have been in my very early 20s then when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. And I just over, I always remember overhearing her talking about HRT and some, I don't know if someone had said something about breast cancer in HRT. Mm -hmm. That stuck with me, right? But now I hear so many positive things about HRT. I get scared, Adele, of putting foreign things in my body. Mm -hmm. Because I I truly believe that we can work a lot on our stuff. Okay. Um, I do believe in Western medicine that there is a place for it. I'm just scared of putting things in my body. And because of that, that's a thing for me. HRT equals cancer. Oh, talk to us about that. 
Yeah, so this really originated, and I suppose from your mum's generation, she would have been around when the WHI study was published. And this study, just, you know, very briefly, so that we don't bore people with research, but the study itself was conducted, and it wasn't conducted in a very kind of efficient manner, shall we say. The results of it were very untrue, and the media leaked a lot of the information out unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And this is where a lot of the newspapers picked up on it and started to write HRT equals breast cancer on the fronts of Mm -hmm. newspapers. So your mum's generation would have been around about that point. And this was about 1920 years ago now that that study Mm -hmm. was published. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And what we found was um, the majority, there was about 70% of women then stopped using their HRT overnight when that happened. And we've ended up with a higher instance in that age category of women of um, brain degeneration, so things like Alzheimer's and dementia. We've ended up with a lot of a higher cardiovascular disease risk and confirmation of and diagnosis of. Um, Because the, the hard facts around this, and it's not to scare people, but women, because we are so well estrogenized when we're in premenopause, Yeah. And I just want you to think about this with your logical brain. Mm -hmm. We have got high levels of estrogen when we're in our, when we're born through our teenage years, you know, we're at that kind of optimal high level. And yet when we go through into postmenopause stage of life and even perimenopause, that estrogen level drops so significantly, but the majority of breast cancers are diagnosed in postmenopausal women. So -hmm. when we think about that with our logical brain, why are we not finding children female children being diagnosed with breast cancer because we don't need physical boobs to develop breast Mm -hmm. cancer so the logics of it tell us Mm -hmm. it's not the estrogen per se that's causing the direct link to breast cancer we've all genetically got the predisposition of potentially and and possibly in all these you know might develop cancer it's not just breast cancer Mm -hmm. but actually your environment plays a massive role so you know the air you breathe the way you live how you speak to your body yeah all of these inner Mm -hmm. works really support so there's elements to this where unfortunately your mum may have already had breast cancer before she started Mm -hmm. her hrt Mm -hmm. um you know and it's just one of these unfortunate things that just because she's had it doesn't necessarily mean you will get it yeah so there's all this part of it and it's understandable that there's fear there Mm. um but we also have seen because of that study being leaked the way it was the information not being truthful we also seen a lot of ladies developing osteoporosis now the reason for all of this is estrogen is so bone protective estrogen is so heart protective and cardiovascular rich and it's very protective on the brain So when it starts to drop, we lose that protection. And cardiovascular disease is one of the biggest killers of females in the UK population of women. And what we find with the stats is prior to menopause, women are about 100% more protected than men from cardiovascular related disease. Postmenopausal, we're about 50% more likely to develop cardiovascular Uh disease because of the drop in estrogen. Okay. So when we talk about hormone replacement therapy, or some people are referring to it now as menopause hormone therapy, MHT, ultimately what it means is we're never going to replace the hormones, 
but we're topping up what's being lost within our body and we will never get it to that we don't want it to be back up to our teenage and 20 levels we want to get it to a low amount that keeps us within the safe ranges for protection so it's Mm -hmm. that protective amount of estrogen and this is where you then need to make sure that you're cared for by someone knowledgeable in the menopause space. Mm, I love that because I think sometimes we'll go to the doctor, we'll, we'll take the medication and then what? Then what, you know? And, the and I think we're not educated. I, yeah, we're, we're not educated around it. And I love, even as you're speaking, I'm absolutely engrossed in what you're saying because I feel like, there's this really beautiful way that you have of explaining and and connecting to it it doesn't need to change us in fact we can become stronger yes yes stronger it's like I think the the belief is okay we hit this this menopause and then it's like right okay we'll take some medication and and that's it and just expect that we're going to feel this way and you know we're not going to have that same you know sex drive or we're not going to feel as passionate about things we're going to be super emotional but but it's just the way it is if we feel a little bit better then good but what I'm really getting from you is no we can actually really thrive massively talk to us about how we can start to thrive then because I think there'll be so many people like I want that I want to thrive I want to thrive yeah it's I mean I'm one of my biggest values is about making sure that women feel empowered and liberated within this time of life and if I can share from a personal level a personal experience of this I use HRT so I I top up my hormones I have the marina coil And that was always there as my contraception anyway, because I don't want any more twins. So I have the marina coil as my progesterone element, and it is a synthetic form known as a progestogen rather than a progesterone. Now, that's been my choice because it serves me as I am now. Eventually, I will change that and move to a more micronized progesterone, which is more body identical. So it's very like for like within the body. But right now I'm happy with with what I have. And progesterone is very um, beneficial on the body for a number of reasons. And one of them is for our sleep. So it's very, very, um, you know, powerful within the sleep space. Mm. Within my estrogen, I apply that um, one pump to my left thigh, one pump to my right thigh. And it's just an odorless, clear, non-sticky gel that comes out of a pump pack. I just do that every morning. And then my testosterone, again, is just a clear gel that goes onto my thighs and that's you know one once a day now the difference that that made to me was I had walked away from my 20 odd year career I was set to be you know scaling that ladder breaking through that glass ceiling all the things I wanted when I was at university and I walked away from that career because I was an absolute shell of who I was to the point that come lunchtime I was in a, a senior management role, but come lunchtime, I would need to take a 45 minute nap every single day to just survive the afternoon. I was wow. making mistakes. I was forgetting meetings. I was really losing my confidence and motivation and wouldn't go for the project works and the promotions. Mm-hmm. So became a very much a, a kind of shell of who I was. To then getting my HRT sorted properly Okay, and one in 10 women right now will leave their careers because of menopause. Um, We estimate that more than half 
the women in careers right now are not putting themselves forward for promotions, are not going for the big project pieces because they just do not feel that they're capable or competent to do so. So it has an impact on your financial ability to earn. Okay, and it's it's a bigger piece on the economy as well and for your financial stability. Mm-hmm. So when I started my HRT, I then noticed that all of a sudden I was sharper. Yeah, I was sleeping better. I'm having the best sex life that I've had in a very long time, which has been amazing for our marriage, which has made a really happy household. And my two girls, you know, it's really ripple effect. We think of the ripple effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's helped my husband with his career. Yeah. Not just the sex, but him being able to, you know, have a wife that's happy. Of course. My business has been the most successful it has ever been. And I'm showing up juggling and multitasking like an absolute badass and it just gives us that kind of this is me I am back and the way that I look at it Jill is yes okay we're all at a risk every single day we walk out into the street we're at a risk okay I could be hit by a crazy driver I could step off the tram at the wrong time anything could happen to me I could fall down a set of stairs and hit my head in the wrong way and I know that sounds really morbid no it's true but it's true it's true. Yeah, I, I might not wake up one day from my sleep, even though I'm perfectly healthy. So again, it's because my biggest, strongest value is life currency. And I look at it as right now, I am in my prime. Okay, I'm going to be 39 this Thursday. Oh. And I feel the most healthiest I've ever felt, the most connected with my physical and my quantum physical body. And I'm able to feel that power, that energy, that confidence, not just because of the HRT, but because of the foundations that I've put in place as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's about I'm living my best life now with my mobility, with my functionality and all the good things, because later in life, I might not have this. Mm -hmm. And that's the decision that I made around I would rather protect my heart, my bones, my brain now because there is um, brain degenerative disease in my family. My my mum's mum, she passed from dementia. So again, it's taking those choices with the education. So to Mm -hmm. answer the question around all of this, that vibrancy comes from knowledge. Knowledge of is your fears around HRT true or... (laughs) Is it because you just don't really know or understand enough around it? And if it's the latter, that's where my team and I will educate. As we guide you through your menopause, we educate you around what everything is so that you come out the other side empowered and liberated so that your vibrancy is your choice. Mm. Goosebumps. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. For me, it's a latter not knowing enough about it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll deal with that when I need to. And then I'll figure it out. And what I really get from you is a real connection to yourself. So there'll be people that will just be like, right, okay, I'll do, like Adele said, just go and take the HRT. That sounds amazing. I'll go and do it. But really, there's more than this, right? Oh, yeah. And more, yeah, there's so much more. This is an inside out job. It's not just about taking some HRT and then you're going to be like Adele. (laughs) You're going to be smashing life and having amazing sex and like really vibrant and calm and collected. Adele, talk to us about what else we need to do as women to really connect and feel empowered. 
Yeah, I think that this is such a triggering question for a lot of people as well. For a lot, and I say people because it's not just women. Menopause affects everyone. Mm. And you know, I was speaking to an Asian man the other day outside TK Maxx. I love a TK Maxx haul. Oh, so me I was too. in there, and he asked me. I'd bought a new ring light, and he said, "Oh, are you making TikToks?" I was like, I'm actually very thrilled that you think I'm young enough to be like really trendy on TikTok. So we had a bit of a chat about it. And he had said to me, you really need to speak to the Asian community of women for menopause because we don't openly talk about it. And I said, well, I'm actually really intrigued to talk to you about it now because you're an Asian man. And that's even more so something that you won't even talk about. So we had a bit of a chat around it all. And I think what really came out from this is that a lot of women will struggle and they'll stay silent because of the shame element. But when we get to really understand how our bodies work and we connect with them, rather than feeling when we wake up and we grab parts of our body and shake it or wiggle it and think, I'm really unhappy with this. It's about actually taking time to connect from your mind and psychological space. Okay, so a lot of the things that we do, if I explain it this way, it's super simple. A lot of what we do in my my team we coach to what I've trademarked now as my reclamation formula. And it's a three-step proven system. Okay, so it's just very simple, three steps. The first one is around nutrition. Okay, and as a certified nutritionist, we look at food diary assessments with everyone. And we get clear around no food is good or bad. No food is right or wrong. We don't ban anything. You can still enjoy all the things you love to eat but we wanna make sure that you're bringing in enough abundance of nutrition in what you are having. And where you're lacking it, we will highlight that and we'll put a plan of action in place. And that might sometimes be supplements. Mm. Then the second step to it is lifestyle. And this is where we dive into not just movement. Okay, I tend to not call it exercise because for some women that word is a trigger and it's negative. Mm -hmm. So we look at movement and we have a few non-negotiables in there. But we also use the lifestyle piece to appreciate and assess how busy is this lady? So if I was to do this piece with you, Jill, I'd be taking you on a journey through, let's talk about your your life. So fill mm. me in on your business. Okay, what, what happens within your business? What are you doing in there? Fill me in on your personal life at home. What does that dynamic look like? How does that feel? Mm-hmm. And then also for you, who are you? What brings you joy and happiness? Yeah, who are you inside in your heart space? And that's where we get a really clear understanding as a team, where are the bits we need to work with you on? Yeah, and how do we make sure that this becomes effortless rather than a chore? A struggle. And then the third part is mind. And I love this part of the journey because it's the most underrated and undervalued, but the absolute most successful and abundant. So we do a lot of positive psychology pieces, but for ladies listening to this right now, not knowing what that is, things like daily affirmations, yeah? Gratitudes, Mm. giving gratitude for simple things Mm. and actually making this part of your morning and evening routine. So when Mm. I wake in the morning, I will always give a gratitude that my eyes have opened, my body is fit and mobile and I'm able to get out of bed pain-free. It's Mm -hmm. always a gratitude. And then when I go in the shower, as soon as the water hits my body, that's a trigger for me now. All right, it's like that whole 
Pavlov's dogs. If anybody's yeah. ever been in the psychology space of as soon as the dogs hear the bell, they salivate because they associate the bell with being fed. Yeah. But in the Pavlov experiment, he didn't feed them and they still got the same satisfaction from hearing yeah. the bell. So for me, the shower, when the water hits my body, and it's the same if I'm out and about and rain hits my body, I will then go into my affirmations. I am powerful. I am capable. I am worthy. I am the best at what I do. You know, this helps us to reaffirm inside to the point I'm standing in the shower going, I am capable. I am powerful. <laughs> Breaking yeah. into song, giving it a bit of, you know, we get to do this mm. and we don't judge ourselves, And that's mm. powerful when yeah, we really truly connect that. with what we want. And the word is connect. Mm. It's connecting with ourselves, with our body, with everything that it gives us on a daily basis, rather than just the physical thing that we see, that we criticize. Actually, and again, I resonate so much with what you're saying. The eyes, our sight that we get to see what we see. Yeah. Not just, oh God, it's raining. No, you can like, see the freaking rain. <laughs> you should be so happy right now. And, yeah. and that's it. We're so consumed with just the, the thing right now. Actually go deeper. And the more we can connect to our body, we're like, holy shit. Yeah. I am so amazing. And we I have had moments of getting like tears flowing with even just like I I didn't I can't believe I didn't get this for 30. Mm -hmm. odd years in my life 37 years in my life I never really got this till now and it's like it's so beautiful it is so beautiful when we can really connect but this takes practice Adele and I love that you said that is you know taking the HRT the supplement yes absolutely I'm sold Adele I'm sold on it for sure just and I think just hearing that sometimes we just need to hear it a different way Yes. And and see actually this is what this is how we can feel. And so many people get stuck in the struggle and think that's it. I am stuck. I'm stuck in the struggle. You don't need to how about embrace yeah, how about embracing the change, not just even embracing it, but thriving on it. Absolutely. Thriving on something. Yeah. This is the honestly, I can't express this enough, but I've got ladies just now that I'm working with that are completely overhauling relationships of, you know, this has been an awakening for them. I've got ladies who are just soaring, absolutely soaring. They're doing things that were always just a dream. And mm. now they're, they're this reality because the confidence and that connection with themselves onto who am I? What do I want from this life? It's that whole awakening moment and that's what we get that's the beauty in this journey it's a journey it's not yeah. a let me just prescribe you with something and then you're going to take this for a few weeks and everything's going to feel better mm. i only work with women who are dedicated to themselves yeah. yeah and there's there's ladies that this isn't right for because mm. we actually do have to do some work yeah we partnership yeah we partnership in this it's not a dictatorship but there is every aspect of that within the nutrition, the lifestyle and the mind, that's what makes the reclamation formula so successful. And that's why worldwide, we have got such powerful women that are standing into their space and owning it right now. That's mm. the power. That's what you get to have. That's mm. the vibrancy. And Adele, thank goodness for you. <laughs> Bringing it 
to life for so many people. I cannot believe we have spoken and the time has just gone so fast, Adele. I feel like I just want to be in your space all the time. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) And so Adele, you have your own podcast because I know that so many people are going to want to tune into this because, and me definitely being one of them. I can, I'm already like, I'm going to send your podcast to so many people. Can you tell us about your podcast and the kind of things that you're talking about? Is it more of this? And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, the, the podcast is just called The Menopause Coach and it's across all the main major platforms, all platforms. So just do a search on that and that should come up for you. Um, but yeah, I have guest experts that we bring on to there. So we've just recorded one recently with a pelvic health specialist where we have a really detailed conversation around pelvic floor and not just being kegels that we have to do to, you know, squeeze Mm. and clench. Actually how building in day-to-day life um, awareness can help with your pelvic floor muscles. Mm. And yeah, we talk a lot about, I've got um, doctors in there where we talk a bit more detail around what is testosterone, why is it so important? Um, We go into detail on HRT. Again, you know, with a lot of women, they do have the same fears that you have around it, Mm -hmm. but actually transdermal application. So through the skin, okay, not oral, not pellets, not injections, but through the transdermal application route, we have a lot of benefits that we can bring into our body for that. So absolutely go and explore it. There's about 16 Mm -hmm. episodes there that you can listen into and enjoy. And the whole purpose of it is to educate and to help women to feel that empowerment the and word. That liberation. Yeah. Yeah. The word I'm getting is empowerment, which is everything that I absolutely stand for. And I, th- I just want to say thank you for doing the work that you're doing because there it's life changing, Adele. It really okay. is. It's it's so empowering. It's life changing. And all and even just speaking to you for the time we've spoken, I feel like this is a space to thrive as women. Yes. And that's just phenomenal that you're bringing this to life and doing the work that you're doing. Oh my goodness, Adele. Thank you so much. I've loved this. I love this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, Adele, tell us what you're up to over the next couple of months and we can share all of your links and everything in the show notes. Is there anything you want to share? We're super busy right now. We're just about to go into assessment period for our current cohort of the Menopause Support Coach Certification. Um, so what is that? Sorry, what is the Menopause Certification? Tell us about that. So it's a 12-week certification for service-based providers and workplace and corporates where we bring your, well, you or your, your um, corporate workforce into the certification space And over the 12 weeks, they will learn how to become a certified menopause support coach. They will learn my reclamation formula. So we teach them how to basically use that and and put that out across the world. Um, And it's just phenomenal. I mean, the amount of coaches that we've put through it this year has been just phenomenal. So we've got our next lot ready to graduate in September. And then our next intake is in January. So we are in waitlist at the moment. If anybody Amazing. listening to this is intrigued, you can, we'll pop the link to the um, waitlist information into the show notes and you can take a look in there. But ultimately it's CPD accredited and certified and double menopause doctor endorsed. And we're just oh, wow. IQ endorsement as well. So it's a, it's a beautiful, um, if we think about it as I've curated this over the last three years, 
because there is nothing like this out there. It is a world-class, top-range certification for people. Okay, not just not just women, but for people working or supporting women, working with, supporting women. Right, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up for charity. Amazing. I think I'm so in for this. Yeah. Oh my amazing. gosh, that's just amazing, Adele. Well yeah. done. Thank you. So we're, like, we're really focusing on that just now. We've got a lot kind of going on in the team. Um, and you know what? I think I'm just, I'm already already deeply into 2023 right now yeah. with what we've got coming up because the more that we can get out there for women you know just across um instagram across tiktok you're going to find me across all of those platforms so if you just search adele.johnston on those platforms and you'll be able to get a lot of free information from there yeah and the pdf will pop in the links yes. as well amazing adele Oh, this has just been wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on. So, so welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you everyone for your life currency and listening to this today. I love that. Thanks, Adele.